You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. <sighs> it's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. <laughs> All right, Outdoor Adventure Summit Sierra Waves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'm going with you for the next about 40 minutes by my side. In Zoom land is the best co-host in all the land, Todd to the top. Um, we're hanging out. I'm hanging out in Banding One inside the Monarch in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. Todd is in his lovely abode. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Todd. How are you? Happy St. Patrick's Day. This is Homework Central is what this is right here. Ooh. And my work office. And work office and my grant writing zone. Yeah. It's, it's all happening right here. We got yeah, like exactly. two days, dude, to get that shit knocked out and then we're... Yeah, it's done. Cheers. Oh, okay. I got Cheers. a little, a little oh, booze yeah, in yeah, here, yeah. so we're knocking Cheers. cameras. Boom. Boom. I got a little whiskey in my coffee, so... That's what I'm talking about, Jameson? Yeah. Mm -hmm. talking about joining us here in the banyan is uh in studio Corey davis chase moffitt there's a little event this weekend we're going to talk about so um they're nice and cozy because cory has been vaxxed chase has been he just got it the old-fashioned way he's like i just covid it up like a month ago so they're happy they're they're living together nice and happy uh, on this week's show, we will chat with these two gentlemen about the Run to the Hills event that Chase is diligently working. He's probably sending text messages right now to sponsors to support the event. He's always working, never stopping. So we'll, we'll talk to him about that. Little does Corey know how much he's working on this event all day, every day. But Corey, you can move that microphone to the middle so you're not stuck. Nobody puts Corey in a corner, so you can scooch to the middle if you'd like. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit more on the docket in the news, including a snow report. There's a fire for horn incident, Sundance upgrades, female Eagle scout body found PC backcountry band question mark steamboat geyser lives poaching red rocks. Give you something worth watching a steeped in tradition from Alta. Also something called full circle, which is a really cool uh, video, a short film, a something from gear 30 quote of the week. And an outdoor jukebox featuring our uh, an artist that's coming up next month on Van Sessions. So all this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show episode 371, Run to the Hills. So let's charge. Summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. Todders, how you doing? I'm good. So what are the chances in 371 episodes? That we used a title very similar to that at some point. Run what, what to the hills. One? Run to the some version of run to the hills. Yeah, probably. multiple Somebody times. Somebody needs to let us know. <laughs> uh, we need some deep dive OOA nerds to let us know that in episode 
73. Yeah. We used the title run to them. Thar Hills. <laughs> and it was one of our best shows actually. Yeah. It, it was quite good. Yes, exactly. This week's happy is when your friend tries to ski and he's way too drunk. Uh, the gentleman in here can't. Oh, this is this the right one. Yeah. This is the right one. Oh yeah. Way too drunk. Trying to ski. Drunk man tries to ski way after in a prey. Can't, he's got one ski in, one ski out, but he's practicing his balancing techniques right here, trying to get that other, the other foot into the ski. Um, this one here, I think this one's my favorite. Let's go. That's yeah, really loud. This is just not good. He's in all green, and he, no, he's so drunk he can't. There he is on the ground, can't stand up. But he has really good, really nice friends because as soon as he does stand up, his friends push him over. That's the kind of friend you need if you're trying to drunk ski. Let's not. So here's a buddy of his. He's like holding him up and then just pushes him down right onto his face. Drunk skiing. You shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be that drunk that you can't stand up. Have a beer. Have a little flask. Homeboy can't get on his skis. The poor kid. This is pretty good. It's on slide YouTube. Him, slide him off to the side. Found on unofficial networks. I like these horse and buggies going by. I wonder where what European town this is in. Uh, yeah. Uh, how not to party this St. Patrick's Day, uh, but have fun out there. You know, have, have fun, but keep it not quite that level of fun. That's Scale it down much. just a That's touch. A much. Yeah, a little, yeah. little much. Uh, in studio with us here today, we have Chase Moffat, Corey Davis. Um, uh, do we say like organizers, race director, Chase director, race, Chase Moffat, race director of Run to the Hills, along with Corey Davis. Uh, of all things Ogden Avalanche, so uh, welcome. What do you guys? I'm the act? treasurer. You're the you're the treasurer of Ogden, <laughs> among other things. Yeah, he is a treasure. He is a treasure. A true treasure. <laughs> good one, good one, yeah. Chase. <laughs> uh, Chase, all right, you are the race director. First time race directing. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. First, this is like see the, the first chase time director. I, the chase. There we go. Mm. It, 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 uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's the chase director. <laughs> And they're running to the hills, so he's the run to the hills. So what is what is the race, first of all? What's, what are we doing here? So we are running up the hill. It's a ski mountaineering ski. On skis. On skis. On skis, okay. Yep. And split boards. And split boards, yeah. Non-denominational uphill <laughs> movement. We don't, you know, all are welcome. We even have some snowshoers signed up. Wait, for real? Wait, for real? Yeah, for real. Sweet. How, they got to run down? Yeah, they were like, we don't know. Really are they care. taking? Just, are they hauling skis with them? No, they just wanted to come and participate. Hey, we'll take oh, it. Oh man, that's brutal. Okay, I'm excited. I'm though. down. Yeah, yeah, they were like all, all about it. They're like, we just want to come and hang out. And I was like, okay, you can yeah. just donate thirty dollars and have a rooster's beer. But they really wanted to do it. Yeah, well, good for them. That's gonna be awesome. So, did you cap it? How many can participate? 300. 300. We're getting close to that cap. So <laughs> better sign up quick or you're not going to be able to race. Chase is also a salesperson in case you didn't know. Uh, yeah. True. Uh, so th- sign up now. Uh, use o- o- use code OOA at checkout. Except for I don't think you guys offer codes. <laughs> it gives you a 0% discount. <laughs> Zero, Actually, for- I think it's a, a, a 50% discount because it would be 60 bucks if you didn't have that code. Yeah. There's no code, folks. Um <laughs> But it supports a good cause. It raises funds for Ogden Avalanche. It's a very avalanche year this year, Corey. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. 
what are you going to do with all the money you make from um <laughs> i don't know buy some candy <laughs> a new van people aren't going to sign up to hand out that candy in. <laughs> i have a van dude you can just tour with me around town and we'll hand out candy we should have said so uh what are we going to do with that money we're going to provide free uh, and discounted avalanche education and information to the people of Davis, Weber, Morgan, Box Elder, even Salt Lake counties. We'll include them. They come that. play up here. They those, come up yeah. here all the time. Those south Southerners. Yeah, those you know. Southlanders. Yeah. <laughs> they When they're like, oh, it's a little busy. Let's go to Ogden where it's busier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way more busy. <laughs> uh, Chase, hardest thing about directing your first race? Uh, knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's Corey's been good. He's been giving me a lot of direction, but I'm also like, I've never done this before. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um down Wait. to like the little thing. Like he's there, like, so do we have a timing system? Yeah. Uh just gonna ask that. Uh do we have someone to MC? Uh <laughs> so always say yes. Chase. <laughs> yeah. Always it. say yes. And, and then, then take notes. Yeah. And then he says, Who is it? Be like, I'll circle back. It's Brandon. His name's Brandon Long. He would be. He is so excited to do it. I know he is. Um, yeah. Just don't ask him if I've asked him yet. <laughs> but I know he's going to be excited. Oh, okay. Um, so you got. Are him. you asking him right now? No, he, he, right he already now? confirmed. I had already asked him, Todd. Yeah. I was a trick question for Chase. I said, Chase, do you have an MC? And he said, No, I don't. And I said, Good. I already asked Brandon. <laughs> kind of like, Hey, have you talked to Brandon at Roosters? No. Okay, I talked to him this morning. <laughs> ah, sweet. Cool. Okay, so what I've learned so far in this interview is... I don't know what I'm doing. And everything is a trick question <laughs> Yeah, from Corey. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he already knows the answer. He's done this a time or two. Don't mess it up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, all right. So how did you go about formulating the course for the first ever... Is it really the first ever uphill race in Nordic? Probably not. They probably no. did uphill races there before. Yeah, our buddy Greg Reynolds used yeah. to do a weekly yeah, a little race series. Did you borrow his his route or did you make up your own? Uh, we made a new route because now the Nordic Express terrain is open. Yeah, good. And that was not there before. Yeah. And, and you, yours includes a, a boot, a booter. Boot this pack. is true. For two of them or one? Just, well, it depends. If you're a racer, you got to do it twice. Okay. You do the whole thing twice if you're okay. in the race group. So it's about 5,000 vertical feet in the race series. And uh, we only have two people signed up for that. Are you serious? Yeah. So, so you can get third and, place. You get third place if you enter now and just don't even finish. Well, you have to finish. But you can go really slow. You can go really slow. Is there a time cutoff? There is going to be some cutoffs. Okay. But okay. So you can't go super slow, but kind of slow. Most importantly, there is a... There's an award for dress. Yes. A non-appropriate dressing. Yes. As that goes with most of the Ogden Avalanche events, uh, best costume usually wins something. Um, so so when I say best dress, it's not like suit. Well, it could be. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it might, yeah which is very might, not easy to win. skin in. James Bonskied. Yep, that's true. And he was good at it. So your best costume... As you would describe it, um, had a phone call. <laughs> um, your best costume wins. You have like prize money. You, you got good prizes. Okay, there's no money. No money. Just swag. Just lots of swag. All right. Who's who's sponsoring? 
I'll let Chase take this. Since uh, he's been rounding up sponsors. Yeah, we got uh, Slagwater, Roosters, Gear 30, Atomic, uh, Blue Ice, Scarpa. Nice, Chase. Um, Lucky Slice. He's looking at you for approval, by the way. I know. I'm just trying to yeah, trying to break, break, break that. Um, I anyone else? Smith, Skull Candy, Splitboard Shop. Yeah, those. Two. Banyan. Yeah, Banyan. I think is giving out like a couple thousand dollar grant. Is that what I? Heard? I think it's one night in Banyan One. <laughs> I believe was what was donated. Yep. Okay. Cannot confirm or deny. But. <laughs> Just don't tell the owner of the Monarch building. <laughs> You're sold. And you can't shower in the sinks. <laughs> the only two rules. Yeah. Those were original rules. Those are those are OG rules. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that we were le- legitimately told that. Don't be showering in the sinks. <laughs> Done. Yes, sir. Done, Done. Mr. Thane. I'll shower somewhere else. <laughs> Still sleeping in the damn Gear trailer. My trailer. My trailer. My trailer. I can sleep where I want. <laughs> uh, okay, so why should people sign up for this race, Chase? It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's um, what it sounds like. It's like, it's not an event that Ogden usually sees, mm-hmm. um, so it's going to be a good time. It's not your. If you want to take it seriously, go for it. It's it's a pretty physically demanding course. If you want to make it, like it's there's some there's some five thousand feet of gain. Like it's decent there, um, but it's going to be fun and it's open for anyone. First time racer, avid racer, come and do it. We hope this is going to be a, an event that can continue to take place here in Ogden. And just shout out to Nordic Valley. They're super well. They're super easy to work with. They've been they've been a great host. Um, I'm sure that opinion is not going to change as the event actually happens. Um, they seem to be. <laughs> They're going to yell at you during yeah. the event. You guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> and they might. I mean, Take it up the whole mountain. Gonna, gonna, I mean, what other resort can you just like punch up hill whenever you want to any time of the day? should mention that. Cor- yeah. Like they're open to all day uphill all day, right? Yeah. The only rule they have is if they're, if you are skinning uphill while they are open, you must have your dog on a leash. That is actually written but on the I, internet. I didn't even know there was. Okay, so dogs are allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. And, but you got to have it on a leash. And then, while they're open. While they're open. Yep. But if they're not open, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, free for all. Rad. I know. And the if you go up early, the same like lights in front and back oh, no. rules or what are the they rules? Don't no. care. They don't care. So okay. it's really chill. It's really chill. Yeah. It's the best. Interesting. So they've been great to work with. I remember, I mean, he emailed over there and it was basically like, yeah, let me know when. How's the date work? That works great. Cool. Yep. Well, we have that's their clo- isn't this Saturday their closing day? Uh, the twenty eighth. Uh, so they're gonna. Okay. So this Saturday they're doing uh, the pond skim. Though. Yeah, we're running to the hills to pond skim. Oh my god! So you can like double down on your costume, yeah. or you could bring two costumes if you're not sure. Bring the speedo, for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be snowing, but yes. Yeah, but the day before, like Friday, <laughs> it's gonna be like sixty eight <laughs> degrees outside. Just channel that warmth. Uh-huh. And it's they didn't start. hire you as the MC for Pond Skim. I told him I was busy. Oh, yeah. More important thing. Do you know who actually is really good? Is Yeti for up at Basin? Yeah. And he did. He when he announced the Pond Skim, he. I'm like, I didn't know it was him, and I was in the crowd, you know, and I was like, dude, this announcer is really good. And then I'm like, <laughs> who is it? I'm looking around. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Yeti. I totally know Yeti. Like, and he's really good. Uh, probably because he. He does it every year, did it every year. So um, Yeah, so you're saying we should look for a new MC next year for our events? No, I do yours every year. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
Okay. So okay. Yandy's not very good then. No, he's really good at pawn skim. Oh, okay. He's never once pawn skim events. Pawn <laughs> skim events. Very specialty. He, he would butcher yes. backcountry back. I don't think he can handle the pressure, quite honestly. Oh. Careful, the, the 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 powder keg might have a new MC next yeah. year. Oh, I think the Golf Foundation's tuning in. They're like, oh, this Ogden Marathon. We could hire this Steve guy. <laughs> I think he's honestly honestly going to work for uh, Xterra. So the conflict of interest. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, so you're safe. So I'm job safe. security. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, good. Yeah. I'm all. Steve should totally work for Xterra. <laughs> totally go. Yeah. All right. So how do people sign up? Where do they go? What's the rules? Uh, wow. You can find it on social media and click the link. Or Wait a minute. What do you search on social media? Run to the Hills? That's pretty generic. Ogden Avalanche. Ogden Avalanche. Yep. And then or go to ogdenavalanche.org and you'll find it under the events tab. Uh, it's $30 in advance. Uh, everybody go sign up now. Uh, it may crash like the COVID hotline. Weber Morgan Health, but we'll see. I know Brandon told me we're going to have a thousand people sign up because we were on a because of this podcast. Yeah. So because um, our YouTube numbers vary, like last show we were at ten <laughs> on YouTube, <laughs> but the one before that was over five hundred, and then we, you know, so it just it totally depends. If we get your good looking mugs up, the, these numbers the, are gonna the numbers are going to fly, and we'll probably sell out within twenty four hours. So yep. be prepared for that. The website will crash. The website will Wix crash. Wix does not handle lots of use. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're on Wix. Right? We are on yeah. Wix. Okay. Did you pay for like extra bandwidth or anything on Wix? Or We can't afford that. It's okay. a nonprofit. <laughs> okay, so the money do- does go to support a nonprofit, Ogden Avalanche. Corey, pitch Ogden Avalanche real quick. Uh, we are the home of all things Avalanche in the Ogden Mountains. So anywhere from Grandview. North to the Wellsvilles and east to Randolph, uh, that nice city out there that touches Wyoming on your way to Evanston over 39. Uh, We provide free avalanche education and information to the folks in our community. Um, And that's our goal. And I can't. Wasn't Randolph one of the two in trading places? I have no idea. Todd? Just make it as a statement and nobody's going to call you on it. I don't know. I think, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Most people Randolph. don't even know Randolph, Randolph is. Randolph. Okay. But yeah. yes, uh, I, I forget what our new mission statement is. Uh, we had some late brainstorming sessions this December yep. creating mission statements, but I, I would have to look it up, honestly. Yeah, it's sort of lost in the COVID fog, too, because that was all under like heavy COVID times. Uh-huh. And we were like, write something down. We'll <laughs> write it down. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we have great prizes. I, oh, go ahead, Todd. I can't believe that you do not know off the top of your head your mission statement. I'm, <laughs> I'm offended. I'm going to call you on it next time. The whole point of having a mission statement <laughs> is that you can recite it off. And not just you, but your entire team. Oh, shit. Recite it off. I can't either. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> it should be short and sweet. Is it less than, like, you could have it as one sentence. It, it is could one be sentence. two sentences, one sentence. Brandon is the secretary, Todd. He should oh, know this. This is going out towards Brandon, too. Yeah, I, I just got to write it down. Todd, what's Banyan's mission statement? Yeah, we're not a nonprofit, so we're... we're, <laughs> we're we have no mission. It's just doing more of this 
<laughs> Unless we come up with something. Two else. guys in a trailer. <laughs> oh, two guys in a trailer. <laughs> that is it. Wow. That's our what a statement right there. Wow. Yeah, what a statement. <laughs> that is a statement. <sighs> okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. On We're that making note. a statement every day. <laughs> oh, every my goodness. day. Um, anything else on the docket? Are there any other events coming up that you guys know about that? Um, no, but yeah, come to the event and uh, win some skis. We have so many skis to give away. So like like real skis. like like real skis, skis like oh. in the plastic still, not like ones that Chase's use. <laughs> Like I know you skis. would want them, but Chase has seven pairs of skis at home. He's like, oh, I guess I don't need these. We can give these away. <laughs> I didn't reach out to any matching companies. pairs. Yeah, they're matching, matching pairs. pairs. Oh, yeah. Lots oh, yeah. of Atomic nice. and some Solomon skis, of course. Uh, wow. Lots of stuff from Smith, sunglasses, goggles, helmets, skull candy stuff, and some gift certificates. And there's not many people signed up, although we, we were hoping to sell out within 20 minutes here after this airs, but your chances are good that you're going to win some stuff. I, oh, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure at every one of our events, someone everyone wins something. Everyone wins something. Yeah, that the bash, I don't think anybody walks away empty-handed. Yeah. I mean, it could be a hangover, but they get something. That's that. not empty handed. <laughs> they do remember. <laughs> <laughs> we saw what happened with those drunken videos at the beginning of the show. Uh huh. Oh, man. Those were taken at last year's event. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a beer sponsor? Yeah, Roosters, Roosters will be there yeah. pouring beer yeah. all morning. We start at 7 a.m., so be ready. I have an outfit picked out. Oh, I'm an MC outfit. Okay. Ooh. It's themed 80s. Good. Is this the van's first schema race? Yeah, because I can't drive that shit to Brighton. Oh, yeah, when make it up. I mean, I Cottonwood. could, but... People it, would be honking at it. Much, <laughs> you get a lot yeah. of middle fingers going up Big Cottonwood Road. And this year, it was snowing. Like I'm like, thank God I have an SUV, all-wheel drive, or four-wheel drive SUV, because I was nervous, man. You get... It snows. It snows up there. I don't know if people know this, but... <laughs> Snows in the mountains a lot. Crazy how that works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although Todd and I took the van to Park City when we have a picture of us driving down Main Street. Street. And there's like a foot of snow on the hood of the van. (laughs) There was so much snow. It was puking, but there's not a lot of hills in Park City. So it's pretty mellow. Like Main Street's like the biggest hill you go down. So it's not that there's lots of tourists though. You must have you just slide through (laughs) slide through those tourists. Yeah. If they don't get out of the way then welcome to Utah. celebrities so it didn't matter they're all on vinyl yeah. anyways they're slick yeah you just the the van bounces off the botox it's pretty smooth like that they let you guys go uh, to sundance uh we were snowshoeing yeah. up there and todd todd is going to get us into sundance next year that's his goal uh, you're, he's just hearing about this now. Um, without a film, we're just going to be without there, a film. Yeah. We're uh, we're actual journalists. We're covering Sundance. Excuse me. Normally, isn't that the same weekend as? It's something else. Oh, is OR usually? Used to be OR. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to share the screen with you. We are going to cover some uh, ski report. Um, you know, so in the last 24 hours, it actually out the show is an inch. Beaver two, Brian had four inches, and then Brighton zero, Cherry zero, and then nothing up north here. Nordic powder and snow basin zero inches in the last 24. Snow basin sitting with an 81 inch base, which welcome back base. We were really low for most of the season and we made a late surge. So that'll 
help with the the runoff and water. Um, it's not a hundred percent, but it's definitely better than it was looking maybe a month ago. Um, Corey, how are avalanche conditions as of today? Mild? Uh, yeah, we're still, <clears throat> according to the Utah Avalanche Center, we're in low avalanche danger in the Ogden Mountains. But with a note to your uh, snow forecast or snow update, uh, Park City did do really well on a strange flow yesterday. They did 11 inches, and Snowbird did one, which doesn't happen mm. very often. So the yeah. Park City Ridgeline did yeah, really well. Hmm. Yeah. So they had some some wind slab avalanches up there um, on the Park City Ridge line, but up here, as most people know, it was sunny all day yesterday. That was a great day, great it weather, was beautiful. Yeah, the skiing's been really good, though. I will say, for the three local ski areas, I, I've been quite impressed with the skiing, even Nordic yesterday. Yeah, crushing it. Good. Yeah, I love Nordic. Me too. That's just the cutest little hill, I tell you. I know. Yeah. Uh, what happened on the Pfeiffer Horn? Do you know? These uh, skiers, so according to KSL, skiers were injured in an avalanche near the Pfeiffer Horn, and it wasn't a ton of snow above them, and it wasn't enough to bury them, but there was a couple broken legs, and the um, the rescue wasn't easy because it's way in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a group of 20-year-olds. It says experienced backcountry skiers. Do you know anything else on that? Uh, I mean, the Pfeiffer Horn, if anybody skied it, it's pretty consequential terrain, so it doesn't take a large avalanche to knock you off your feet and drag you through rocks. Up there, there's no trees, but uh, there is a mandatory rappel on the Pfeiffer Horn also if you're skiing the, would that be the north side of the Pfeiffer Horn? Um, and so if, if they kicked off a little wind slab even, like it could be super shallow, super small avalanche, and it drags you through rocks and over cliffs, I mean, you're going to be injured. So mm. just something to think about there is we're in low avalanche danger. That doesn't mean no avalanche danger. Um, we could still see injuries in high consequence terrain like the Pfeiffer Horn. Chase, did you attempt the Pfeiffer Horn? Or was that, was that Greg? That was Greg. I haven't okay. skied it. You, never, you haven't skied it? Have you skied nope. it? Corey? Of course I have. <clears throat> of course. Of course. I was a cottonwooder. I Don't do it every me. Wednesday. <laughs> 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 Jesus. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, in other news, Sundance Mountain Resort announces upgrades for next ski season. The, the newly owned Sundance, right? They sold. So... Our, our friends don't know. What's his name? Todd? Redford. Redford. Robert. 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 Our buddy Rob. Our buddy Rob sold it. Sold out. So they will have two new ski lifts and the retirement of the raised lift, upgrades to snowmaking, more parking. Chase, I think you skied Sundance this a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. yeah. I've skied a couple of times this year. Does it need new parking? They're getting more parking. Uh, I have heard that their parking sucks. I don't know. I We've gotten there early. I, oh yeah, but I've it's like every picture they post, people just complain about parking. So I'm sure it's a problem. I have okay. news. We we've had two bookings while on the show. I know it's not live yet, but people know. They know. Wow. They can feel that we're doing it right now. The, the vibes. Yeah, the vibes are there. People know. See how good we are, Todd. They just before we even publish it, people are booking the race. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm yeah, just saying, be you. ready. Just be ready is all we're saying. Just <laughs> be, be ready because they're gonna come hard and fast. <laughs> Standard Examiner has an article, Roy Girl joins inaugural class of female Eagle Scouts becoming the first in Weber County. I am a rose, she said, repeating after Jacob Bangeter, the local field director of Scouts BSA, realized my obligations to my fellow people, my home, my country, and my God. Rose is the first girl in Weber County to earn the rank of Eagle Scout. Todd, you're an Eagle Scout, aren't you? Or close? Boy Scout. Yeah. 
Oh no, I'm an Eagles. You're full I was Eagle. a scout leader for quite some time. Yeah. Damn. Don't question the scout leaders. See, uh, and there were no girls, I guess. Which this that really blows me away. This is the first one in Weber County, so that's good. Probably should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, well, Boy Scouts is in. I mean, they they've been in trouble for a while, especially since <laughs> I think the the LDS Church separated themselves, removed themselves from Boy Scouts of America. They're no longer integrated as they were, uh-huh. and so I'm happy to see that. That's great. I don't know. I mean, it's Boy Scouts is different than Girl Scouts. So if they want that experience, power to her. Yeah, yeah. That's how I see it. Uh, there was a body found in American Fork Canyon, believed to be an overdue hiker. This is really sad news, and it's just a reminder that uh, anything can happen. So according to KSL.com, authorities located a body in American Fork Canyon during a search for an overdue hiker on Tuesday afternoon. The body was located near the mouth of the canyon where crews have been searching for 28-year-old Robert Bobby Healy of Saratoga Springs, according to Utah County Sheriff's Office, Spencer Cannon. Uh, the Let's see. says that he was a um, avid hiker and got out a lot. Friends say, family and friends say Healy was an avid hiker, but not equipped for a long outing. And they, it pretty much looks like he, he fell off a cliff. He was by himself, fell off a cliff. So stay safe out there, uh, no matter how much hiking experience you have. It's always good to go with a buddy, too, by the way. If you can't, um, leave a note on where you're going. Text a friend where you're going and just just make good choices. That's all we have are our choices. Question for Corey. This is uh, posed, it was actually posed in an article. I, I found this on Unofficial Networks, but it was actually posed in an article by the Associated Press by Julie Jag. Asked the question that many Park City locals have been fearing since two deaths occurred in the backcountry zones assessed from the 9990 lift at Canyons Village this season. Should Park City... Close the backcountry access gates. Uh, if you are a local, it's it's ninety nine ninety, Brandon. Nine 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 nine. That's nine nine nine. It's like a phone number. Nine <laughs> nine. Like speaking this German. Is, this is the phone. This is the fake phone number that the girls give to every guy. Uh, my phone number is nine 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 zero. Call me. Hey. See, that's yeah. never happened to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Boy uh, only gets legit numbers. I know. 99.90. Sorry. Jeez, I'm not a local. Do they close it? Keep it open? Why is this, is this a debate? Is this, why is the AP involved? I don't know. Uh, the Associated Press has been involved for a couple of years since there was that uh, Tunnel Creek incident uh, in Washington and the New York Times wrote the big article about it. Uh, they've become more interested uh, in this stuff, obviously it makes good news, but anyways, I would say, uh, it's up to the resorts and the patrollers there in the management because they are the ones enacting the rescues outside the scary boundaries, just like here at snow basin. So when we do have a missing skier and, or an avalanche incident, uh, outside the, the scary boundary at powder mountain or snow basin, or even Nordic Valley, uh, it's those folks, those employees of that ski area that are usually responding. Uh, they're working on the, under the umbrella of Weber County Search and Rescue at that time. Um, but they are risking life and limb uh, to go help folks out. And so as managers of the ski area, they want to pre- protect their employees as much as possible. Um, and so that's that's really what Park City Mountain Resort is doing. I think that's what they're called now, right? Yeah, PCMR. Yeah. Yeah, it's not canyons anymore. No moss. No moss. <laughs> Um, and so that's what they're trying to do there. 
as pr- protect their employees. And uh, I, uh, I think it's a good decision on their part. People need to understand that if they are leaving the ski area boundary, they don't have uh, the ski patrol coming to help them when something goes wrong, even though a lot of people still expect that. And those folks are first responders, and so they want to do what's right, and they want to bring closure to the family, even though they're exposing themselves to risk. So something to think about there when you do leave the ski area boundary. Oh, that's my my viewpoint. Todd, you see how well-spoken Corey can be when he it's a subject he cares about? <laughs> but it's a subject he cares about. That's good. <laughs> Of course, just he's point, well just pointing that out. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely more well spoken than you. 99 percent of the time. Nine 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 nine. Ten years no? of outdoor cred out the window, Brandon. <laughs> out the window, and it goes like that. Start it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it's gone from scratch. No, nope. yep. Done. Yeah, zero time in Park City, <laughs> except for on Main Street. Ninety. Yeah, we snowshoed there. Except for on Main Street. Yeah. Snowshoed, yeah. <laughs> on Main Street, you snowshoed, eh? No, that no. We you made it from the brewery to the distillery. We cruised Main Street, <laughs> and then we snowshoed <laughs> off yonder. Yeah, there's no brew shaming on this show. There's no <laughs> brew shaming. <laughs> yeah. Solid Tribune says the Yellowstone's tallest geyser springs back to life, and Utah scientists want to know why. It shoots boiling water up to 360 feet into the sky. It's like when Corey makes spaghetti and drains a nearby <laughs> spring every time it erupts. The world's tallest active geyser is also one of the most mysterious going dormant for years. Uh, the steamboat geyser sprang back to life. And yeah, 360 feet in the air is no joke. It also chucks rocks and a bunch of other things. So the University of Utah geologists have been using this resurgent activity to gain a better understanding of Yellowstone's hydrothermal features, particularly the enigmatic steamboat, along with the nearby cistern spring, which cools and recedes every time steamboat blows. Seismologist Jamie Farrell was retrieving portable instruments his team had placed around the geyser in June 2018 when it gurgled into action and then exploded. He said, I've seen Old Faithful go off hundreds and hundreds of times, which that's what he does with his life, not the worst life. Steamboat was on another level. I knew it was the tallest active geyser in the world, but it was just insane how powerful and energetic and high that thing was. It literally sounded like you're sitting in front of a jet engine and you can feel it. Uh, research assistant professor with the USAID, uh seismograph stations. Um, oh, use of use seismograph stations. You can see how good sized chunks of rock being thrown into the air. It's really hard to describe without actually seeing. I want to see it. That you sounds awesome. Him? I thought you were a Yellowstone local. Uh, yeah, but you got to, dude, you can't, it's not old faithful. You can't just time it. You got to sit up there and wait. Oh, it's just it's, random. It's random. And when it goes, it goes. And so when it goes, you got to like all, you got to cruise over and watch it. But yeah. Oh. Um, How long does it go for? Wouldn't you like to know? As long as it takes. <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't include it. I can tell you how high it goes. Doesn't tell me how long though. Bummer. Yeah. Anyway, that's That's really, really high. It is high. Three hundred sixty feet. We're talking like Bob Marley high. Like what kind of high are we talking? That's Bob Marley high. Three sixty. That's up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Bob Marley in his prime high. Uh, it's like Cheech, Cheech and Chong. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. 
I sent this to Chase earlier today. I thought he'd enjoy it. Uh, Chase and I uh, went to Red Rocks last winter, so a year and a year and a few months ago, I guess, right before COVID struck. We enjoyed a nice little Diddy concert there. It was a good time, yeah. like actual P Diddy. Mm, no, no, it was a DJ. Don't uh, know who it was, but really, one zoo. of those one, zoo, zoo, totally zoo. That was yeah. really good. Uh, but some skiers poached. Red Rocks. Amphitheater today for this skiing and boarding down the famous stairs. You can see all the tracks there in the snow. However, this is not allowed inside the amphitheater. City of Denver says someone removed the barriers this morning to get inside there, take a few runs. <laughs> Security did escort them off the property. They complied. Now you can't snowshoe and Nordic ski on the trails, but not inside of the venue. Yeah. Kids are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was. Yeah. It's good for great. them. That's I know. great. Looks like a good little spot. I know. That's pretty great. Um, all right. Well, that's as all long I have as it for ended up news. on their YouTube channel. That's the most important thing. <laughs> I'm sure it won't because that means everyone knows who they are. Maybe it will. I don't know. That's pretty sporty, Maybe. though. There's a lot of yeah. bleachers. Like they skied down the bleachers. Um, it's the whole amphitheater is full of snow. You could do hot laps on that. Like you just, but you can see and, the bleachers. I mean, I've been there. I've been to a yeah. lot of fish shows there. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember any of them? <laughs> Speaking of Cheech and Chong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Worth watching, worth watching. I found two really good worth watchings. One is from Alta, and they it's called it's steeped in tradition. Episode eight. Uh, it's called the Farmer, and it's a guy who's been skiing there for forty eight years. Produced by Sweetgrass Productions. It's really loud. Um, do you know who this guy is? He skied Alta for forty eight years. He basically takes UTA bus up every day. And then he just farms it out, you know. His favorite days are the big snowy days. My name is David Van Dame. Some people call me the farmer. And pretty much all my life, I've tried to minimize the resources that I use in order to accomplish whatever goals that I have. I got my first pass at Alta 47 years ago. Most of that time, I've been able to ski any day of the week because of the way that I've fashioned my life. There's an old saying, waste not, want not. And that's allowed me to trade work time for play time. What a stud, man. Yeah. I think it's awesome. So, yeah, this is a great little, it's three minutes long, definitely worth watching on YouTube. Just search Steeped in Tradition, Episode 8, The Farmer. Highlights this man who skis Alta whenever he damn well feel, feels like it. So, it's pretty cool. Um, the other one I found that is worth watching is called Full Circle. I got about eight-something minutes into this little 19- and 23-minute short film push play and fast forward just a little bit here see if it goes the story follows jeff a californian surfer who quits his job to climb and surf his way through south america do you remember that film At about 10 years ago journey jeff and a crew of iconic climbers attempt hold on you got to know what it starts 10 years ago filmmaking isn't glamorous but what can i say i have an expedition addiction and i blame jeff johnson Ten years ago, I saw the film 180 Degrees South. That one, 100, yeah. yeah. The story follows Jeff. So 180, this one's called Full Circle. So this guy kind of does the same thing. Quits his job to climb and surf yeah. his way through South America. Yeah. 
I see what he did there. Yeah. Yeah. And a crew of iconic climbers attempted to climb Chase is going to make 540. A rarely summited <laughs> volcano in Tompkins National. Get on my level. In Chilean yeah. Patagonia. Full circle. This story inspired my whole way of life. But I never thought I'd find myself tracing Jeff's footsteps. Until or making a film about it. And he did, which is cool. So full circle. On YouTube. You can check that out. 20 minutes long by 111 Watches. Have you heard of 111 Watches? Like like watches? Watches. Watches. Um, watches. Nope. 111 Watches. I only know about Sunto Watches. <laughs> I know. All that matters. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, it's, Brandon. Yeah. You know what other YouTube channel people should check out? Gear 30? I, I don't know, Todd. Tell me. Banyan Collective. <laughs> Banyan, B-A-N-Y-A-N. I feel I don't have to spell that anymore. No, you just have to um, say Banyan. You're misspelling that. Yeah. I, I feel I can just say Banyan, and, and you need to know how to spell. I mean, it's just a word. I, we didn't make up the word. It had been around before us. What does the word mean, but, uh, Todd? It's a tree. Damn it, it's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Another day. Or I'll reference a show, one of our original shows. I get to a point where it's just like, no, I don't have time for this. I don't, gentlemen, I don't have time to explain myself. <laughs> Band Man Collective. Okay, if you have anyway. a phone right now, jump on YouTube, search The Banyan Collective, press subscribe, the subscribe button and alert button. So you, yes, exactly. Gear 30, by the way, it is the Gear 30 segment. Visit gear30.com. You're going to really want to visit it tomorrow night at 7 o'clock because our Seeing Green annual winter clearance sale goes live, and it's up to, what, 60% off of the goods, uh, including a bunch of skis, winter hard goods, apparel, um, and then in store, we have stuff you cannot find online. So locally here, those of you living in and around Ogden, um, come visit us this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. It's the biggest sale that we do all winter season to prep for spring. It's three days only. You can find, you can find very, uh, very well-known brands on sale at a very good price. So um, come in this weekend. Gear 30 or visit gear30.com. There's my pitch. The biggest sale till the next to sale. The, to the, the next one, which is in the fall, which is our summer clearance. Yeah. So this is our biggest, biggest winter clearance. Uh, quote of the week, never wrestle with pigs. You both get dirty and the pig likes it. That's George Bernard Shaw, Irish author, George Bernard Shaw. Uh, bringing a little Irish to you on this here, St. Patrick's Day. So, uh, Todd, how you doing, man? What's happening? I made it through this. I know. It's been hell. It's been hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we, checked up, we checked off all the items on the list. I feel good about that. Yeah, good. It's good uh, to have some guests in the in the tri in Abandoned One again. That's nice. I know. It feels good. I'll I'll do better next week and get some guests who that have some clout, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you... Good luck with that. I think we peaked <laughs> the first one back. Yeah, We're supposed to, like, kind of work our way up I'm to that. I know. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have done worse today. I should have done worse. You can't start with the chase director. You got to work the your way up to director. that. <laughs> Never start with the chase director. 
Chase, <laughs> Saturday, you need a t-shirt that says hashtag Chase Director. Ask me for questions or whatever. And then when they ask me a question, I'll say, go ask Corey. <laughs> Thank you for uh, Banyan One for powering today's 371st episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to the Banyan Collective on YouTube. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thebandycollective.com, and the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. All show notes with links are available at thebandycollective.com and also on the YouTube. We'd love to chat with you on our uh, Instagram. Just hit us up at Ogden Adventure. Listening, what you're listening to right now, this is a little Dave Quackenbush. He's up next on Van Sessions, Todd. Is it? Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Coming up next month. You should know that you book it. You book it. (laughs) As John Muir would say, the mountains are calling and we must go enjoy some Dave Quackenbush. Hey, it's the